Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 15. And we're going to read through 18. And we're going to go to the book of Philemon, verse 6. Philemon, verse 6. Amen. Some people call it Philemon. Philemon. That's next to Hebrews. We don't call on him very often. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. Wherefore I also, after hearing of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saint. Philemon 6 verse, that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word. Now, Father, let those words cling to our hearts, our minds. Give us the deep revelation of it and cause us to want to know you. Put that spirit in us to make us want to know you. The hunger and the thirst in us. And then you said if we seek you, we will find you. Use us in this last hour, Lord, to bring edification to mankind and glory to your name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You may be seated. I want to address you this morning from a subject, work it out, work it out, work it out. Our text today, I want talks about that your communication of your faith may become effectual. We want to become effectual. Amen. We don't want to just have church as always. We want to move from just doing something to being energized to do the will and the purposes of God. The term effectual, according to Webster, is potential effort, potential success in producing a desire or intended result, capable, effective, able, powerful, efficient. This is a Greek word 
And this Greek word is where we get our English word energy from. Effectual, we get energy. However, in this verse, this word carries the idea of something that has suddenly become energized or activated. Paul's words could actually be rendered that the communication of your faith may become energized and activated. We want to be energized. We want to be activated. Basically, what Paul is saying here, especially in the book of Philemon, he is saying you got to start speaking good about yourself. Start speaking good about yourself. Put your hand to your ear and tell yourself something good about you. He says here that the communication of our faith may become effectual by acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Rick Renner says that the word here, acknowledge, in this verse holds the key to us actually becoming energized or efficient. This word here, acknowledging, acknowledging, acknowledging what? All the good works that's on the inside of you. We see great people and we praise them. And we don't even know what God has done on the inside of you. Say something good about yourself. Tell the person next to you, I'm just a wonderful person. And when we say wonderful, we're not saying that we're wonderful people because that's the way we feel. We're wonderful because what Christ has done on the inside of us. Amen. We are wonderful. This word here describes the well acknowledged, described being well instructed, intensive, deep knowledge of the facts. That mean I know the facts. The problem with most people is we get saved and then we get dumb. We, we don't value the salvation or the work of Calvary. Just in case y'all waiting for high gear, I'm here now. We don't value the work of Calvary. We're still standing around for somebody to give you the right label. Still looking for somebody to tell you who you are. And as a result of that, we stand still. We are not effective. We are not effective because what's on the outside is distracting me from what has been done 
on the inside of us. You got to realize when you get saved, you go and you actually go into another world. The world that you go into is the world of faith. This is why the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. That means I cannot just profess what I see and feel. I got to get the facts. The facts is that I am the workmanship of Jesus Christ. If I say I'm nothing, then I'm saying Jesus is a poor worker. I don't believe that for a second. How about you? The book of Ephesians said we are his workmanship. Amen. Amen. Touch your neighbor and tell him, take a look, take a look, take a look, take a look. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus to good works. I see people without the Holy Ghost telling people how great and how fine they are and they say it until somebody else believe it and start saying it too. Or if you can get somebody else to say you're fine, it's just a matter of time, you're about to blow up. But if you get somebody to say you're no good and you can't make it, then you're going down. But amen, we got the Holy Ghost on the inside of us. And what happened to us, we, 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 we get saved. And then after getting saved, uh, we, we don't go any further. We're trying to live spiritual principle with carnal material. Amen. Trying to live holy without prayer, it just don't work. It's on the inside of you. you. We are worshiping almost other people and we're praising them. But if you could only see what Christ have already done on the inside of you, your toes will start curling up. Amen. But, but, but what happened to us is the, the, the great thing that Christ have done on the inside of us is laying dormant because we have not acknowledged it. Let me tell you, you see, when you acknowledge it, you ignite. And until you acknowledge, you're just there. You're like somebody that got a car. Got a car in a bicycle in the driveway. Got to go to Washington. You got the car, you got the key. But you on the bicycle trying to get to Washington. But if you really want to get to Washington, you got to get in your car, put in your key, get the spark plug to working on the inside of you. Which means that you got to Amen. Get in the car and you got to turn the key. And once the power, the plug start going on the inside. And they, amen. Uh, and every time they go up and down, they are creating power. This is what the Bible is saying here. This is what Paul is saying here, amen, to uh, his friend. He's saying here to Philemon, I want you to acknowledge all the good things that Christ has put on the inside of you. 
He put he he did it when he saved you. He delivered you. He brought you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He 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 put in you uh, everything that you need. It was in the book of Peter that we heard that God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. You already got it. Tell your neighbor you already got it. So you got everything you need. If it pertained to life, you got it. Hallelujah. And if you got it, you got to ignite it. You ignite it when you acknowledge it. Uh, you, you, you might be healed, but until you acknowledge it, six signs going to still be on you. But when you start igniting and you start acknowledging it, then I'm saved. How many of y'all have felt unsaved since you've been saved? How many of y'all have been tempted just to go back to the altar see if I can get it again? Oh yeah, you've been there. But, but, and then when that happened to you, that's the time we start being quiet. We don't say anything. You ever notice how people do when the devil starts working on their mind, they withdraw from people, get to themselves, and lose their testimony. I, I think sometimes... Uh, if, if, if it was, if it, we, you know, back in the day, we didn't have a lot of people. So we used to have testimony service. And I think testimony service was good. This, you just had some people that would just testify for a half an hour. But, but, but testimony service was good. The reason why testimony service was good, because it causes people to acknowledge something that God had done for them. But see, right now, we don't testify in church and we don't testify nowhere else. But it used to be that we would testify in church. And, 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 and we didn't have a lot of people. About 10, 15 of us. That's about all it was. And, and uh, we, we're going to make sure everybody testified. So what we would do, we would just sit around. We'd sing a song. You had to sing a song, give a testimony. Sing a song, give a testimony. And uh, amen. And, and, and if, 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 14, if 14 of us had testified and there was one left, everybody, I would get on that one. And we would watch that one until they testified. Uh, y'all kind of young. Y'all don't know nothing about that. But, but that's the way it used to be. And uh, something would happen in those testimony service when they start praising God. The next thing you know, without the hammer and organ and all the other instruments, a dance would break out in church. And uh, dust would start coming up. But when the dust settled, we knew what we were because it had ignited something on the inside of us because we had acknowledged what God has done I wish I had somebody who would give God credit for what he have done the devil want to take your testimony from you he want to tell you you're not this and you're not that but he put something on the inside of you and God will provide the Lord will deliver the Lord will do it because I'm going to acknowledge it hardly I'm going to acknowledge he is my healer until I start walking in healing I'm going to acknowledge that he is my savior until I start walking in salvation I'm going to acknowledge he is my deliverer until I start walking in deliverance
Some of us got the gifts of prophecy. Won't acknowledge it. You say, you say preacher, while I'm not prophesying, you won't acknowledge it, you're a prophet. Come on here, Tony. Got the gifts of laying on of hand. It's in you. Not ignited. Not ignited because you won't acknowledge. My, my, my. So when I lay hands on, I rub up against somebody's. Touch them a little bit. Now, if they do like that, uh, 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 then I raise this hand up. But the thing is, if God has given me the gift of healing, whether I feel it or not, when I lay hands, it's the word that's going to do it. It never was you. It is Christ in you, the hope of glory. You don't stand a chance except Christ is in you. But when he's in you, the demons in hell can't stop you. When he's in you, one gonna chase a thousand, two gonna put 10,000 to fight. When he's in you, the devil will be under your feet. When he is in you, you got the victory. So you just walk up in the name of Jesus. Because I say I got the gift of laying on the hand. I done stirred something up on the inside. Before I feel it, it's been stirred. So that when I lay my hands on them, something, ah, uh, something gonna happen. Hallelujah, why? Because I acknowledge something on the inside. If I got down there with him, ah, he'll go down on the floor, but that's not what I'm concerned. I don't want you falling on the floor and not getting delivered. I want you to walk away delivered. This is the kind of God that we serve. And amen, what we need to do, get rid of your pains and all the other stuff. Get rid of what people are saying about you. And you start acknowledging the gift on the inside of you. Acknowledge peace and stop walking in confusion. You got to acknowledge peace. Hell rising all around you. But you got to acknowledge, I got peace like on the inside. Peace flowing like a river. You got to acknowledge it. Once you start acknowledging, peace start rising up on the inside of you. Peace, peace, peace from everywhere. Peace on the inside of you. Then you got to acknowledge, I'm not broke because some of y'all been saying broke so long. I'm just tired of hearing it. But you got to start saying, all things are mine. How many things? All things. How many things? All things. When I acknowledge it, my gift started reaching out and pulling everything into me. Because I acknowledge it. But y'all understand what I'm saying? You're understanding. You have to acknowledge when you acknowledge it, you energize it. You start the car up. You turn the key. When you do that, the motor starts running. 
A car that is not ignited is no good. The body can be tore up, but if the engine is good, turn the key. People looking, and some of our bodies are tore up from the floor up. But that's all right. Even if the body is tore up, Christ in you. The body is tore up, but the engine is still good. What you're talking about, the engine is good. I still got the Holy Ghost. I still got the word of promise. I still got the word of faith on the inside of me. I believe I stirred up. I believe I'm going to say something positive about myself. Then I become ignited. Because I've said something positive on the inside of myself. And in speaking, I started receiving the blessings from the Lord. The other day, y'all heard me say, I'm always using the expression, I shall suffer no loss. Well, I'm still using it. I call myself pretty smart when it comes around to finance. Not an expert by any means of the imagination. But I went on vacation and went down in Florida. Down in Florida, I rented a car. The car I rented was eight or nine hundred dollars for one week. Here come along Tion. Tion to pay, what was it? One sixty-five. Now you can imagine. I felt pretty dumb. The only thing I could do was go back and get my words. I shall suffer no loss. Good God from Zion. When I said it, I didn't know where the money was coming back. But when I got back after saying those words, a person came to me, gave me a thousand dollars, no strings attached, now, the $1,000 let me pay the bill and pay my tithes and give an offering. Woo! So, Tion, I'm one up on you. Mine's cost me nothing. Why? Because you got to stir the gift on the inside. Some of you already got what it takes. God gave you a word and you haven't been back to that word since God gave it to you. You are afraid to use it and the devil will take the word from you. But if you can remember what God told you in the midst of your storm, if you can just remember, if you can just rehearse what God has told you in the midst of your storm, God will bring you out. You say, Lord, Lord, I need deliverance. God said, I gave me the word 25 years ago. You just won't use the word. Now stir up the word. I gave you 25 years ago. Open your mouth. Energize, 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 energize.
the words I speak unto you is spirit and it is life. And if you've been saved for any time, God has already given you a word. You just done let the devil took it. But you got to go back down to the enemy's camp and take your word back. And don't, don't wait till you feel it. You can imagine I felt like a fool driving a car. Tion, 30 some years younger than me for hundreds of some dollars. Me, oh, hmm. I just went back. You know when God see, you know when God started looking at you, he's not going to see your face. He see your faith. Hallelujah. There was one scripture says, they went to there, they couldn't get in, and they went on top of the building, tore the roof off the building, and let the sick person down. But when Jesus saw their faith, you trying to see God and see your stinking flesh. He'll never see your flesh. But what he sees is your faith. I don't care how black the night is. He always sees your faith. I don't care how far behind you are. He always sees your faith. That's why Paul said in Ephesians, when I saw your faith, my God, I didn't see your education. I didn't see your pedigree. What I saw was your faith. I didn't see your muscles. I saw your faith. But when I saw your faith, when God see your faith, he will deliver. Now, if, you have, if you've lost your word, you've lost your faith. Let me say that one more time. If you have lost your word, you have lost your faith. Because faith come by and hearing by the mm. Do y'all remember anything I told you? I'm not talking about what the preacher told you. I'm not talking about what you read in the Bible. What you read in the Bible is the Logos. What he told you in your secret closet, that could be the toilet, the car, the lawnmower, the cellar. Oh my God, it could be on your job. But what he told you individually, that becomes your Rima. Oh my God, the devil will come up against the Logos. But when God has given you a Rima word, my God, my God, a Rima word is a word that God take out the scripture, force it down into your spirit, open your mouth and you speak it out. When you do, the devil start running because you got a rhema word from the Lord and your rhema word will give you the victory. 
thank you. Tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, get off that bicycle and get in the car. You, you riding the bicycle because you think it's easier to push. But we're not going to push. We're going to get in the car and we're going to ride. How many of y'all ready to ride? Hallelujah. Touch on this and say, I'm ready to ride. They that wait on the Lord. Now, waiting is just not passing time. Waiting means I got a choice, but I refuse to accept it if it didn't come from God. They that wait on the Lord. And while I'm waiting, I'm dancing. While I'm waiting, I'm praising. While I'm waiting, I'm singing. While I'm waiting, I'm loving. While I'm waiting, I'm reading. While I'm waiting, I'm coming to church. While I'm waiting, I'm believing. Shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings of an eagle. They shall run and not be. They shall walk and. All right. I'm challenging you in here. I don't care who done told you. You ain't no good. Come on, come on. Come on, mother. You pray for somebody. You just pray. You might pray for them. And they might roll their eyes at you. <laughs> Y'all think every time you pray somebody for somebody at this altar, you think they say thank you? Uh-uh. But when you roll your eyes at me, I just add a little bit to the prayer. Come out, Satan. I'm not going to leave that altar taking six months out of my life worrying about him rolling his eyes at me. It must was something in him because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am unique. I am special. Are y'all listening to what I'm saying? But what we do is this. We allow hurt and pains to paralyze us from our ministry. When you really got the Holy Ghost, you don't avoid people. I'm a too great a preacher to be pushed in a corner. Now, you, you don't like me, Stana. He don't like me. He, he don't like me. I ain't did nothing to him. But I look like his daddy who abandoned him. Now if the Holy Ghost in you 
can't overcome your pain, go back and see if you got the Holy Ghost for real. Let me say this. Everything God allows in your life. Y'all listen to me again. Everything that God allows in your life serves a purpose. I don't believe that. That's why he put Delma in my life. And my flesh don't like Delma. But you know what the Holy Ghost in me going to do? I'm going to make it my business. I'm going to run to him. I ain't going to shake his hand. I'm going to hug him. I'm going to hug him till my feelings change. My God. my Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? And when I overcome not liking him, my God. God, the Holy Ghost inside of me would have grown so large. Now I'm ready for the next avenue. Lord have mercy. But instead of us doing that, this is what we do. Look the other way. Look the, look the other way. Just look the other way. Don't you know the trial? That is a stepping stone. I want y'all to say it with me right now. Everything in my life that God allows, I ain't talking about the foolishness I bring down. I'm talking about what God allows is for my growth. It's my stepping stone. But until I step on it, it's on me. Are y'all listening to what I'm saying? And oh my God. If you touch it, touch, uh, you all right. Sit down. If, and if you touch it, touch it. Mm, you going to always keep, God going to keep. I need a bunch of y'all. You need you, you, you. Come on. Yeah, yeah all three of y'all. Come on, all three of y'all. Hey, come on, come on. Stop standing around there. Because I'm touchy, touchy. God loved me so. One, two, three, four. Now, I wouldn't have had but one, but now four of them I don't like. Y'all understand? Can you see the work of the Holy Ghost? God is saying, I'm getting you ready for a work of love. But until I can heal you, my God, you can't do it. And may I say this too? Sometimes we do stuff thinking we'll heal, but you've only been distracted from your pain. Are y'all listening to me? You can be doing good religious stuff, but only thing it has done is distracted you from your pain. And it's only a matter of time. All, all three of y'all lean on me. Just lean on me. I ain't gonna fall. All of it. I don't feel your damn mom. <laughs> All of it is going to come crashing in on you. But when I start loving, it eases it up. It eases up. Now, when it eases up on me, what I thought was my enemy 
now becomes my helper. Can y'all can y'all just kind of help me a little bit there? Y'all help me. See, now it has turned around. It has now become my helper because I went through the process that God had for me. And let me tell you what, y'all, thank y'all. You talking about hurting? I done been so through so much stuff until I almost feel sorry for myself. I know y'all don't believe that. Oh, don't nobody mess with Bishop. Oh, yeah. Bishop won't always Bishop. Bishop was, God didn't let me be a brother. I was brother hers from February to April after I got saved. From February to April. In April, God called me into ministry. I became Minister James. Minister James had enough happen to me to have backslid. I'm in the church because I love the Lord. And if you look at me and say, well, how, don't bother the pastor. The reason why they don't bother me is because I overcame it. I had, I could I think of almost a thousand reasons when I could have backslid from church and never come back. And now I'm not talking about this foolishness y'all are talking about, somebody didn't speak to you. I mean, they spoke to me. They, they spoke to me, shown up. They, they shown up, spoke to me and told me what to do, my limitation, what I couldn't do. But I have never seen it fail yet. God made those people need me. Oh, my God. You have not, And then after they needed me, I had to minister to them. And you have not overcome until you can minister to the person. Oh, my God. And when you start ministering to the person that don't like you, that's when you have overcome. Are y'all listening to what I'm saying? Amen. Endure hardness as what? A good soldier. What I'm going to do now, I'm going to speak to myself, James. And I've, I've actually talked to myself like that. James, get yourself together. You ain't going to give up. You're going you gonna, to no, you hold on. You're going to hold on. And I'm talking to myself, I, I can't do that. I'm going to look like a fool. You're going to be a fool. You're not going to look like a fool. You're going to be a fool. If you don't do what God tells you to do. And I'm having a conversation with myself. Rather than beating somebody up, I'm beating myself up. Paul said, I beat myself and forced myself into submission. At least after I preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. And then when I start speaking to myself, God bring it to pass. Amen? 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 